Hello all my nieces and nephews and welcome to February. My library is open to all listeners, but it was specifically created for my seven wonderful nieces and nephews. The month of February, I'll be reading chapters from Anne of Green Gables every Tuesday, and every Thursday I'll be sharing fairy tales with you. I will release a special bonus episode on Valentine's Day because I love you all so much and want to share my love on that special day. What is a fairy tale? I'm glad you asked. A fairy tale is a story that features fanciful and wondrous characters like elves, goblins, wizards, and even fairies. The term fairy tale seems to refer more to the fantastic and magical setting or magical influences within a story rather than the presence of a character or a fairy within a story. Fairy tales are often traditional, meaning that the story is passed down from generation to generation. Fairy tales might not always contain elves, goblins, wizards, or fairies. Sometimes they contain prince, princesses, kings, queens, noble characters that maybe talk to animals or have animals talk with them. Fairy tales are pretty easy to find. You might have it in book form on your bookshelf or in movie form. Fairy tales do not have to be written down to be legitimate. Many fairy tales that your parents or grandparents may have told you off the top of their heads can be considered fairy tales. For example, the boogeyman or leprechauns with pots of gold are considered fairy tales. If a story takes place in a magical land with fantastical creatures who perform wondrous tasks, it is very likely a fairy tale. Fairy tales are important because they spark imagination. They give us an outlet for experiencing things in our mind before we experience them in the real world. It is where the troubles of the real world can meet the supernatural and make things fun for a little bit. In a fairy tale, anything can happen and any kind of creature can exist. And when anything can happen, you find solutions to things in your real life. Through imagination, we learn about our world and we explore outcomes and different possibilities. We can find fairy tales in every element of our culture. They are given life through pop culture. They appear in books, movies, music, and art. As the fairy tale is such a creative art form itself, it is understandable that it would appear in all creative mediums. With each new interpretation or retelling of a fairy tale, we learn a little bit about the storyteller, the audience, and the culture and time in which the story has been told. That is why, when we read fairy tales, there are various different versions. That is why there are many different names for fairy tales that we love, such as The Frog Prince, Frog King, and Iron Henry, which we read last month. When we talk about fairy tales, you're probably thinking about Disney movies. The most recognizable producer of fairy tales in our culture is Walt Disney. Disney has turned the fairy tale into an industry, producing movies, books, toys, clothing, and just about anything else you can think of, and branding them with fairy tale characters. Traditionally, a fairy tale was told or acted out instead of being written down. This dramatization of a story was handed down from generation to generation. Cinderella is a fairy tale that has been passed down from generation to generation. It's changed so much over time and been published in so many different ways, books, and movies, that it tells a different tale than how it was originally told. The oldest known oral version of the story of Cinderella is the ancient Greek story of Rhodopis. 
This ancient tale is about an enslaved Greek girl who marries the king of Egypt. The story was first recorded by a Greek historian in the late 1st century BC or early 1st century AD and is considered the earliest known variant of the Cinderella story. The origins of the fairy tale figure may be traced back to the 6th century BC. Here is an excerpt from that story. When she was bathing, an eagle snatched one of her sandals from her maid and carried it to Memphis. And while the king was admiring justice in the open air, the eagle, when it arrived above his head, flung the sandal into his lap. And the king, stirred both by the beautiful shape of the sandal and by the strangeness of the occurrence, sent men in all directions into the country in quest of the woman who wore the sandal. And when she was found in the city of Nacurus, she was brought up to Memphis and became the wife of the king. There's also a 9th century Chinese fairy tale in which a young girl is granted one wish from some magical wishbones. She uses that wish to create a gown in hopes of finding a husband. In this tale, she loses a shoe and a monarch becomes in possession of the shoe. Once the shoe is discovered, the monarch goes on a quest to find the woman whose tiny feet fit the shoe. The most common story in European history of Cinderella dates back to the 17th century. In total, more than 500 versions of the Cinderella story have been found in Europe, and the Cinderella we know best comes from France. Fairy tales vary based on the time, the culture, and the storyteller, which is why there can be so many different versions of some of our favorite classic stories. I'm looking forward to sharing more fairy tales with you and to share chapters from Anne of Green Gables. If you have story suggestions, please email me at auntiejojoslibrary at gmail.com. If you're interested in being a guest reader, send me an email too. I'm always looking for new people in my library. Don't forget to share this podcast with all your friends. Maybe they don't have children, but maybe they're like me and they love to hear a bedtime story.